Hey guys, it's me, Casper, with an H. I am back after several days. I got to record it with some really cool people. Um, Jules, Marlon, and Jack, um, and some other folks, you know, Momo Bites and Deck Couch. They're all like really, really cool, fun people to chat with. Um, some of them I know personally, some of them I've met through the recording platform. And so I just wanted to say thanks to everybody for listening to my podcast. You guys are greatly appreciated. You know, those who listened on Apple podcast or Apple iTunes podcast, Google podcast, and so many other platforms I can't even begin to name, especially Spotify. So if you have some time one day and you want to record, let me know. Previously on several episodes ago. It's not funny, no. No. Dumb people, dumb people, children, and everybody else going without water, and you think it's a joke? It's not funny at all. Because I it's not Steve funny. Harvey made a joke about them, but they went after him real quick. <laughs> right, like that's not <laughs> funny. Imagine you were in a predicament that most of these people are in. Yeah, I wouldn't like that at all. That's not cool. Not so cool. I feel bad for them. And yeah, I feel bad for them. Like, they got no water. They have to worry about whether it's going to infect them or not. That's not cool. It's just a, to- a load of poison that was crazy. But, you know, I heard that they are... Uh, Flint is going to sue the U.S. government. Like, oh for, for the damages. I hope they get all the, the reparations that they deserve. Yeah, that they deserve, because they deserve every penny. Uh-huh. And more. Um, and another thing that America needs to work on is, you know, like, not only the um, the Flint thing, but also education. They keep on defunding public public education. I know. That's what, got, that's what gets on my nerves. Like, you need to put that money towards new textbooks. Like, these students, they got new textbooks, new technology. But that's, the money is going somewhere towards something else. I agree. And you're going to go send... No, I don't think not one red penny. Yes, I know that France helped us during a war some time ago. But right now, we have to worry about ours first. And then right. whatever residuals can possibly go to y'all. Just as long as our folks here are, are okay and well taken care of first. Exactly homelessness seniors going without the medication Ooh, and like the uh the diabetics that have to pay thousands of dollars for insulin in order to stay alive oh my goodness how about fix that too and that and that kind of hits home because my sister's diabetic and she's uh-huh. uh, 18 and she's about to be 18 years old in august so that kind of hits home for me I don't even think anybody, whether they're working or not, should have to pay to stay alive. Right. We should not have to pay to stay alive. Like, you should be giving free medication to those who can't get it. Especially if they don't got no job and they got that health condition. They don't know what these people got to go through. Mm Mm-hmm. They have to ration. A couple of, like, thousands of people have died because they have to ration their insulin. What type Uh, of BS is that? Like, like what kind of stuff is that? Like, I'm... Man, that's just a hit home for me. Oh, yes. 
um, I got a couple family members who are diabetics as well. So when I hear about this, I'm like, oh, really? You guys really actually trying to like fund another country's problem? Right. When you can be putting all that money towards things that actually matter. Right. France got, they got a lot of money. They have a whole lot of money. They don't need none of America's little old money. Like, America has its own problems enough. So, right. Yeah, that was one thing that was like, that's one thing with a bunch of things. It's like a tortilla of things that I had weighing on my mind that I wanted to address on this podcast with you. And yes. I wanted to say thank you for letting me come on and say all of this because it's an important situation. Yes, yeah, very well, important it's, and it's very current that needs to be addressed. Agreed. Um, so many, I can go on about all the things that are necessary to get fixed instead of donating the money outside of US. Like uh, a whole lot of stuff of places that still haven't recovered from Hurricane Katrina. You're right. Uh, all of that we got our own stuff you know i don't want to sound selfish or anything but it's clearly it's clear as day mm-hmm. that these things need to be fixed what are your yeah. what are your thoughts my my thoughts is basically kind of like likewise kind of like likewise to yours is like most of it most i hear the news all sense um with the iep meetings and stuff i hid from one but they still found me anyway. I guess I didn't hide far enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had school security scouring all four floors. Of course they were going to find me. Um, but I was like, oh, well, just go to the meeting. And I oh, have that ridiculous really doing a lot, huh? I hated going to those meetings because of the, the feeling it gave you. It made your anxiety go up. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I finally found a name to put to the bubble guts one of the things that anxiety used to do to me a lot and still does sometimes it makes you have the urge to take a shit very often or piss hey guys so i'm back again i come bearing some embarrassing stories of writing or doing anything while you are sleepy or not focused well enough Well, 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 let's go back down to Story Lane. Uh, Probably around the year of 2009. Younger Casper. I guess I'd say... mm, Probably 19-year-old Casper. She was sitting down working on her sophomore colloquium paper. Uh, I was was a sophomore in college and I was... uh, I think I was about 19 or 18 years old at that time. And I was very tired, you know, I was tired, a very tired student. Like, I don't know how much I could say how much, how tired I was, but I was extremely tired and I had to work on my sophomore colloquium paper. And that is pretty much kind of like your senior thesis, but it's like a sophomore thesis before you have to work on a senior thesis. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, I made it this far let's just keep typing and typing so as i work on my first draft of mini drafts um because i wanted it to be perfect like i said i'm gonna express how tired i was like spell out the word tired that kind of tired like wow and if i had gone to bed 
I would not have had a good day because I wanted to make sure I turned my drafts in early and I got to review it with a fresh mind. So I forced myself to stay awake and I guess it was around midnight, probably make it making its way to two o'clock in the morning. And I had to be up at six o'clock in the morning to get ready to start my day over again. I was like, oh gosh, I'm going to really, really regret this, but it's only a once in a lifetime experience. So you can sleep all you want when you're old and retired and in a nursing home. Um, but at this moment, I don't think sleeping is an option. So I didn't realize this was happening, but as I was writing, I kind of misplaced a couple of letters in my essay. Um, I was running Windows 7 or Windows Vista on my laptop at the time, but that's not to blame. What's to blame is the exhaustion that I was experiencing at the time the brain fog, the brain farts, and all of the wonderful things that's associated with college and working part-time at the same time. And I think that was also that year I took a fifth course. I was taking five classes instead of the normal four classes. So I was really, really tired. And I think I kind of pushed myself a little too hard. Um, Because I just, you know, I just wanted to be as punctual as possible so working really hard on the sophomore sophomore colloquium paper and i get some letters mixed up i only find out until i'm working on it with somebody else you know reviewing my drafts and so the woman goes um i'm gonna need you to read this out loud and listen to the way it sounds listen carefully and i want you to scan through each letter in that particular word that you catch i wasn't in trouble i wasn't being like brutally admonished for an error you know people make mistakes cut me a break so it wasn't that it was just the fact that (laughs) it was a very awkward typo so what happens when you take the word l out of the word public Yep. So I'm sitting in this chair and I'm ready to just die of absolute embarrassment, but also painfully humored by this. Um, By then, the dean who was also teaching this course had already received a copy of this draft. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness, what are they going to do to me now? Because Dean had called the resource office to speak with me. And I was like, what the hell? What did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. It was just a typo. I knew that's what she wanted to talk to me about. So the college I went to was a small school for women. And, you know, they're very, very, they like really narrow down on you when you make mistakes like that or just any kind of error, they were absolutely close in on you, leaving you practically no air to breathe. And it was just a missing letter. I promised them it was just a missing letter. It wasn't anything out of this world. It was just a missing letter. But 
I go there and we talk. Gladly, the dean of the college wasn't one of those really, really mean, like, nun-like instructors or anything. You know, she was cool, laid back. You know, she had a funny side. You know, she was funny, too. And she's like, well, I realized, you know, I realized you made a mistake with one of the words. That's not why I'm calling you to yell at you about that. You know, she just came to just give me some words of encouragement or whatever. Mm, And that, you know, because I was, you know, my anxiety did show a lot of the time while studying, like always anxious, always ready to barf into a bucket and just continuous throw up, just regurgitate whatever I ate into a bucket, constantly puking because of my anxiety problems. Um, Even went to counseling at some point because of my anxiety issues and just constant profuse barfing. And then I thought I was going to lose my lunch that day again, but no, it wasn't that bad. It was just like about a good 15 minute conversation. Um, then she, you know, had me go back down, you know, to where I was working on my draft and then we kind of laughed about it because, you know, public and pubic really, I said it guys. So if you were still trying to figure out what the hell that was, then I said it. So you accidentally mistyped the word public and wrote pubic. And then the dean of the college finds this draft in her email and prints it out. OMG. Off with your head if you had a really mean dean for a college. Like a, <clears throat> as a sophomore colloquium professor. Um gosh oh my goodness that day was like the day that the worst anxiety episodes happened puke 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 into a bucket everything you ate gone everything you drank gone the only thing left was an empty gut and horrible thoughts of what was going to happen to you over a lousy typo um and you had like five classes to worry about plus work and stuff Um, off with your head and more. Um, so after that typing error was thoroughly corrected over and over again, I learned my lesson to never do any long term writing while half asleep ever again. Lesson learned, guys. If you are in school and you are doing your literature courses or whatever, psychology papers, come on, try not to be absolutely sleepy or have a foggy mind while typing words that can easily turn into something not so clean. So the question was, what were you thinking about? Nothing. I was just extremely tired. That's all it was, guys. So watch out. Now I'm going to have you guys thinking about every time you write the word public. You want to like capitalize the L, put a capital L in the word of public every single time. (laughs) Bye.
If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like uh, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again. C-A-S-U-305 at Outlook.com. Hi. Hi, Casper. Hi. I have to introduce myself to you, which I'm so happy to do. I'm Jay Siobhan. I just found you in an interview with Coupon Queen Pen, and I have to say I loved you guys' interview. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the segment about being unapologetically you, and that should be a book <laughs> that you should write or a topic of your next podcast about being unapologetically you, okay? And why apologize for being you when you're, when you, yourself is so inspiring so extraordinary you have an extraordinary life and you're striving and it's such a blessing and I just would love to work with you one day you know which would be up to you but I would love to work with you one day I love your spirit so I'm wishing you love showing you love blessings and much more success okay and you have another listener I'm here and I'm happy to be with all of them on Casper, hello, it's Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. The app is acting strange, so you are probably hearing your own voice in the background right now on this message. The app has changed a little bit in that I did not get notification that you called me a couple of weeks ago now about how to turn your podcast into a video. So I wanted to let you know right now that I'm responding to your question by creating a little bit of an episode on Strong Body, Strong Soul. I'm calling it Turning Podcasts into YouTube Videos. I'm not going into that much detail, but I am you. So I have a reminder for everyone listening, um, especially after how intense this podcast was, if you made it to the end or near the end, you are enough. Hey, thank you so much for your message. I love your podcast. Um, I definitely favorite your podcast. Um, please feel free to check out mine and hit the favorite button if you like what you hear. Um, thanks again. I love what you're doing on Anchor. Hi, Casper. Um, I'm interested in, um, you know, the interview. Um, whenever you get a chance, you know, um, probably tomorrow sometime around noontime, maybe we could talk and, um, set this thing up. Oh, an update on this colloquium thing. Um, It turned out to be a very fantastic outcome, by the way. It had a great outcome. Um, Everything was done with flying colors. And, yep, that was just the beginning of all of the drafts and correcting all of the weird things. And the presentation and all that stuff at the time was absolutely phenomenal. So there's the update. I forget to mention the outcome of it all. 